Richard Blass, murderer and Canadian gangster. Born on the 23rd of October in 1945, Mr. Blass lived in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Richard Blass was known as Le Shaw, French for the cat, because of his luck in avoiding death after surviving three assassination attempts, a police shootout, and escaping custody from police not once, but twice. Hi guys, my name is JC, and I'm here, and I'm here with my friend Austin. Say hi, hi Austin. This podcast is taking place in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada on October 3rd, 2020. During this podcast, we will be talking about Richard Blass and his murders, gang activity, and his narrow escapes at cheating death, which occurred on more than one occasion. Growing up, Richard Blass took up boxing as a child in his free time. It was after one of his boxing matches where he committed his first horrific crime at a young age. While he was fighting his opponent, he lost. Due to these unfortunate circumstances of Blass's loss, he then attacked his opponent with a knife after the fight resulting in Blass spending only one night in jail as he pled guilty for assault with a deadly weapon. Only one night in jail. Imagine spending only one night in jail for stabbing someone with a deadly weapon. You must have been able to get get with... Get... Something, dude. Oh, God. I'm out of it, man. Okay. <laughs> you probably must... Like, back then, you must have been able to, like, not get away with something like that. Because, like, that's pretty a pretty big, like, thing. Yeah, like I know. trying to threaten someone's life, and you get one night in jail for it. Yeah, yeah. Back then, back then you can get away with a lot I more know, than you can now. It's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah. Anyway, his reign of terror among Montreal continued in, into his adulthood. In 1968, Blast tried tried the murder of Flint Catroni as well as two mafia members. He abandoned, he ambushed Catroni and two mafiosi in May of 1968. He killed the, the two mafiosi, but Catroni managed to escape with minor injuries. Later, Blast managed to survive not not one, not two, but three assassination attempts by the Catroni gang. Asa- like, getting, like, dude, trying to escape the mafioso and surviving three times, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Because, like, it, they're a whole entire mafia, and they, like, they're trained. Like, they're all prepared to do this because it's, like, family to them. And they yeah. he survived that. And also, big balls against going <laughs> against the, like, mafia boss. Like, he must have, like, just was like, like, who comes with the idea to be like, you know, tomorrow I'm going to go take out a mafia boss because I don't like the mafia. Like, yeah, you know, cool. like, this isn't like no Batman story. Like, yeah. Bruce Wayne at least had a backstory. This man's just like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go take him out. Like, imagine, dude, imagine just going to take out someone like that. Like, honestly. Yeah, like this guy tries to stab some guy after he loses boxing while he's young. He's like, okay, I'm good for the mafia. No, no. next level, <laughs> let's go to the mafia. Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> in 1969, Richard tried to rob a bank and killed a police officer. He then received four to ten year terms in prison. Nine months later, he and some fellow inmates formed a plan to escape prison, and it worked. He then was on the run and later was later captured after someone reported seeing him at his wife's house. Snooch. <laughs> he was returned back to his prison. His next intended murder victims were his co-defendants, Ray Lauren and Roger Levesky. They had testified against him. He shot both to death at a bar named the Gargantua. What a great name. <laughs> yeah. In October 1974, he then decided he had to eliminate everyone who might have witnessed the murders of Lauren and Lavosky. So on January 21st, 1975, he and fellow gang mem- he and some fellow gang members returned to the bar. Give me a sec. He just moved the screen and I'm blind now. Give me a second. And he then decided to he had to eliminate anyone who might have witnessed the murders of Lauren and Lavasky. So on January twenty first, nineteen seventy five, he and some fellow gang members returned to the bar, forced ten men and three women into the back room, and he lit a torch and burnt them alive. He put a jukebox in front of the door so nobody would escape. 
Wow. The, how do you even do that? How did he get the torch under? Like, did he pour gas on the floor, put them in there, and then t put it like let it out there? I don't know. I'm. I'm I wonder if the bar's still standing. Even like, would it just be done then? Yeah, kind of supplies. He that probably we got. killed the bartender, don't you think? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, he probably had to kill the bartender yeah. for that. Like, but that's yeah. insane. Like, just burning down a building with thirteen witnesses. Plus, wouldn't they, like, wouldn't he have cleared out the bar? Did he just straight up kill them in the bar? And then those are the people, like, how would he know those are the exact people, though? Yeah, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm more surprised on how he got everyone in there. Yeah, like, it's, uh, I think it was, like, a tiny janitor closet. Like, how do you fit, th unless they got, <laughs> unless they, like, like, before they planned this, they already got rid of all the janitor stuff, which would make no sense. Yeah. And they were lit on fire, like, it's, I don't know, that's insane. But, like, yeah, that's, that's just crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, did you know that during his lifespan, Richard Blass has been in many gunfights and shootouts, but by far this, this was the craziest one. Whoa, what, what, what did he do? Well, first of all, um, one of the crazy moments in Blass's life was when he was almost assassinated and merely scraped away. That, that kind of tells you. Uh, oh. The way this came about is when Rush Richard... death. <laughs> ...is when Richard, along with an associate inside of a garage, were getting shot at. They escaped by driving the car right through the garage door. That's some. Right through the garage door. Man, holy, like, he reinforced steel just going through there, plowing through. It's like he had a yeah. truck or something. Just like, <laughs> Must be going pretty fast. Blown up something. Uh, during the escape, Blast suffered a gunshot wound to the head, which he got treated later in the hospital. By refusing to identify his attackers, he gained a great deal of respect among the Canadian Mafia members. Richard later was part of the West End gang as a hitman. He made this his own gang, and after a while, his gang became more violent and began killing Italians, even if they weren't associated with crime. He got shot in the head and survived. Yeah. How do you... Bruh, how do you even do that? Like, where... We, like, did he barely get shot? Like, is the... Did the pulp pass through the even head or just graze him or something? Because, like, that's... An, most people are, like, head shot and you're dead. Like, you're brain dead. You're basically dead. But, like, this man just survived a head shot. Yeah. And then he got respect for not, not snitching on who tried to kill him. Which is pretty ballsy, because, like, they could have came back and finished the job when he was in the hospital or something. Like, yeah. that's insane. Anyway. one of, Hunting down Richard Blass was one of the most notorious and biggest manhunts in history. Followed his atrocious acts, like his atrocious acts with burning people and many murders and killing Italians. Like, it's insane. But this is the by far, like, one of the most important chases in Canada, because... They, they've been chasing him for a while. Like, on January 24th, 1975, a the police located the chalet where Blast was hiding. Oh. Officer, like, the people, like, the captain that was leading all the officers, Albert Levisky, broke the windows of the chalet door and entered. As Blast approached them, the officers opened fire, and Blast was hit with 27 bullets. Wow. Do you think they called in, like, a SWAT team for that? Like Maybe, but 27 bullets, that seems like... Like, yeah, like, yeah. that must not... Like, there was a lot of... Like, I imagine how many cop cars he probably had, and, like, how coordinated that have to be, because, like, having, like, a bunch of cop cars pull up into a parking lot and being silent without them hearing is pretty hard to do. Yeah. So, I don't know, but... Dying within seconds, police reports and testimony stated that he opened fire as soon as he saw the offers, but the statement was false, and it was later revealed that the bla that Blast had un was unarmed and was wielding a sock. That's so basically, they just shot him, and they yeah. like lied. They didn't want him going to jail. They felt they needed the justice to shoot him. Yeah, he died. Which did make sock. sense, sort of. Like, he did kill thirteen people in a bar. Tried to kill a mafia boss with probably like some casualties like the mafia bosses might have missed and killed like people in the back so probably like some of his fault casualties of those yeah. but like he's killed and he's a mass murderer and has his own gang like 
it makes sense and why they maybe think that prison because prison he probably could have got out possibly yeah or like escaped again he escaped once he probably can escape again there probably yeah like it makes sense but at the same time do you think do you think he probably should have t- spent jail time think he should have went to prison dude yeah I, yeah yeah I feel like he should have went to prison because he got sentenced to what, what was it 40 like he got four, four years like four years to ten years yeah. so it's 40 years in prison yeah. he escaped but he still got out which makes zero sense because he escaped got out and then he oh yeah he escaped again yeah yeah he escaped again and then he just like he was out for a while and they were on the lookout for him yeah like like I don't know where he went but he must have been hiding pretty good yeah and then he took out his co-defendants which makes sense he probably had a grudge on them after they voted it like they put him in prison yeah anyway though it was later revealed that these events ended up with Richard Blast being pronounced dead at the scene. Blast reportedly passed away at the age of 29 on the 24th of January, 1975, in Val David, Quebec. So he died before he even turned 30. Like, wow. not even half his life he got to live in. He just a, was killed. It's a short lifespan. Yeah, like, he, be, he was like, I'm going to get a head start on this criminal <laughs> stuff. Like, I'm getting a head start. Yeah. Age 9, let's start stabbing people, like... How do you, like, he must have had some psychological, like, problems. He did say he had anger issues, and that's what led to him having to do boxing. Yeah. And then he's, like, he just, I don't know if he wasn't taking pills or anything, and he just, like, got angry really easily. He must have had, like, some childhood trauma with his parents, like, something yeah. wrong with his parents. That's like, what I was thinking. Like, it's some like that. Like, he must have needed some psychiatric care he wasn't receiving, so he was just a nuisance to society, basically. Yeah. But, like, imagine being 29, you're in a chalet, relaxing on the run from the cops, and a cop co- the cops come in and they shoot you to death. You don't even get to live a lie. Like, you, he didn't, it doesn't say he's worked, they didn't talk about him working anywhere. Like, what would he have done? Like, how would he have gotten his money? I don't know, dude. But, yeah, I don't know. Although he did try to rob a bank. I guess that was pretty obvious. But yeah. he failed, dude. Like, failing to rob a bank. Like, <laughs> holy yeah. man. If you have a bank, you gotta commit, you know? You gotta commit. Yeah, you should have that planned up, but a police was just like, he killed a police officer when he failed. <clears throat> got no money and got arrested. That's like the worst I could happen. Yeah. Like, if you failed the attempt and at least escape, you're at least escaped. But he failed, killed a cop, and got cocked. Yeah. Like, he just rolled the worst, like, out of a slot machine. Like, yeah. literally. Well, that's the end of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah.